One of the great things that the white world does not know, but I think I do know, is that black people are just like everybody else. Everybody knows, no matter what they do not know, that they wouldn't like to be a black man in this country. You know, I came back and decided to just amend things because I was going to have this episode come out after this other one that I recorded, but that one is not ready yet. So, you know, a lot of times I've just held on to things too long and I just want to let things go. So it may not make sense afterwards. <laughs> I'll try to edit it out as much as you, as much as I can, but you know, this, this episode will be the first one of season two so welcome for season two i'm looking forward to speaking to a lot more people to having video to accompany a lot of the talks and i'm really excited about it you know um but i think i I think i think this is a good starter there (laughs) you know there are a couple people that uh messaged me and and told me like you know what's going on they're waiting for new episodes and stuff like that and um you know i think that's really important to create a community and sometimes you know we look for the love of millions instead of appreciating you know love and adoration from one or two and you know that's that's just how you really just start to grow and grow organically and and create a tribe of like people that really appreciate you for who you are and what you do and I feel like that's what I truly truly want to do you know so this episode is going to be called love is stronger than pride and you know this the you know the title actually comes from this cover that I've had you know I was going through sorting my hard drive the other day and there's this cover that this dude actually i forget his name but he did this cover to obviously you know the goddess the god um sade um you know her her famous song love is stronger than pride and he did this cover and i and i remember you know some people loved it and some people were like up in arms about it because they they couldn't imagine like how dare you think that you can cover this song and like i i've always hated that approach you know it's like i you know i love music and you know you love music so much that you're just bursting with inspiration when you're hearing something and even if you can't sing but you're like man this is how it makes me feel and you just want to like you know blurt it out from the top of your lungs and to say this is what this music does to me and i think that is more powerful than anything than being like oh you know what i mean like you can't sing that wasn't technically correct and all this stuff and i I think that's just really wrong i think expression uh truthful expression is is the most important thing you know and yeah so like that's and i thought the cover was so amazing like you know like if if it wasn't i i'd say so but i'd be like you know kudos to you for for doing it obviously you know you love the song or i hope you love the song you know you love the song and and you just wanted to to share it you know do your rendition of it and i think i think that's really dope you know um you know and i love the component that the auto tune adds to the song so even if he can't 
quote unquote saying or, you know, he would even say that himself. And it's not technically aligned and whatnot. Like, who cares? Um, but yeah, but I, I think the uh, I think the cover is, is really beautiful. I remember this one time, uh, you know, Frank Ocean, obviously everyone knows, you know, Frank Ocean is one of my the gods and one of my biggest inspirations in life. And I remember on the mixtape slash album that made him like pretty much a, a star, superstar, whatever, he covered, you know, Hotel California by the Eagles. You know, obviously big, famous, classic song and whatnot. And I remember people, you know, even the, the um, what's it called? One of, one of the guys, one of the guys from the Eagles, he was like, you know, he wrote this like scathing email or whatever it was. And, you know, it's almost like, you know, the audacity that you would cover this song and whatever. And there's a component to also him being black, you know, that's, that's absolutely, no one can make the case against that. So it's like, you know, what, what makes you think that you can claim this and especially songs and bands that are like so big and obviously they want overrides on anything you do, um, which they should be compensated for. But, you know, I think there are times where you just let certain things just ride. And yes, that song is amazing and what have you, but it's still kind of like, you know, given the choice, you give me the original by the eagles or you know american wedding by frank ocean i'm taking american wedding you know and some people could be aghast at that statement but you know that's just how i feel because a lot of the things because if there's one thing that stands the test of time it's like the youth doesn't care you know it's like that um that line in the song by kanye you know when he's like oh folks talking about back in my day well homie this is my day class started two hours ago oh am i late it's like you know that that irreverence like i i don't care i i don't care if this is one of the greatest bands and songs like i don't care like thinking about that moment and that song and and that whole issue because you know i had played it for somebody because i thought they'd appreciate it but they were more like you know appalled by the by the cover and and that like just really like it just irritated me you know because a lot of times they don't they won't even give it a chance. And obviously hip hop being a black music, you know, well, a lot of the music is black music, came from black music, even if it's not accredited to black music, but that is the case. Um, but hip hop, especially like you, you can't even make the case for any other, you know, demographic owning it to the extent that black people do they just kind of you know thumb their nose at the genre and for me any chance i get to you know talk about the geniuses that are doing it and you know i'm going to take that opportunity because something that was regarded as a fad and now is literally the most important genre the most lucrative genre globally i, I think is something that a lot of people have been are mad about and will continue to be mad about but it's like it, it doesn't matter you can't stop you know what is and what hip-hop is 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 something that is undeniable there are a lot of people that were mad when their song got sampled but probably also owe their career or you know the resurgence of their career to you know uh, uh somebody of the hip-hop community that decided to sample them 
maybe one day that will change, but you know, I certainly hope so. So yeah, so here's this cover. Uh, there's also a cover at the end that I love. That I hope you stick around for. Here's a cover of Love is Stronger Than Pride by Sade by, I forget the guy's name. I, I really do. Um, but yeah, nonetheless, I hope you enjoy it. You know, beyond appreciating and liking people because they remind us of us, you know, if we feel like we do have good characteristics and traits that we look for in others, I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that. But also, you know, appreciating traits that maybe we don't have that we aspire to, I think that's really admirable also. You know, with my new friend, I feel like, you know, the fact that he's just, he's himself. Are you fully yourself? That is one of the most remarkable traits that someone could have for me. You know, I was thinking about times in which my life has been altered and changed. I remember when I was a teenager, a lot of my life, I was looking, like, looking at pictures. I was looking at pictures and so many of the pictures when I was younger, like I wasn't smiling. I just looked. You know, I've been told I have sad eyes before. And before I was like, what, what the hell are you talking about when people would tell me that? And I feel like I see it more now when I look at old pictures of myself or even, you know, some newer ones. You know, I think there was a sadness in me and still is. Maybe from circumstances, maybe some of it is just innate. Um, but from whatever it is, it's, it is there. So when I was younger, I was very angry. And I remember in high school and junior high, actually, 
I was lashing out a lot. I got into a lot of trouble. I never seemed to actually get suspended or anything like that. Just because one thing that you learn early on is that when people like you and in this world, things are unfair. So if people find you, you know, funny, charming, good looking, like these are things that do help you in this world, you know, and I found that early on just by being charming and being funny that you can get out of most situations. So even at times when I did something egregious, I was I was able to not pay the full cost of, you know, my mistake. But I remember around ninth grade, we had a teacher that all of a sudden wasn't going to be there anymore for the full year. So a substitute teacher came in and he was supposed to be very temporary, but he ended up being our teacher for, you know, the remainder of the year. And he and I had a really contentious relationship. And I, I don't know why, like he, maybe it was just because he challenged me and we kept a journal that I had up until a certain point, but I don't know, um, I had it at my parents' house and, and them moving, it just kind of got lost. And I remember we would journal every day in class. And there were times where he and I got into heated arguments and like he'd kick me out of class and whatnot. And I remember one of the conversations that we had after school, you know, um, and it's funny because I, I remember very few teachers, very, very few teachers, but I remember him. And it reminds me of a quote from the curious case of Benjamin Button that I was actually talking about last night. But it's funny how the people we remember the least make the biggest impression on us. And I remember he and I were speaking after class and, you know, he said something to me that I always remember. He said, to be truly great at something, you have to have an appreciation for everything. You know, I, I really loved that. And I understood that even at that age, you know, I felt like I was very versatile and I felt like I was into many different things. I had an appreciation for many different things. So that quote really resonated with me. And he actually introduced me to a few things that to this day are, you know, my favorite things. You know, I remember he shared with us the lyrics. He, he passed it out, the lyrics to Bob Dylan's Times They Are Changing. And then I think he wrote it like 20 years later or something like that. He wrote Things Have Changed. I believe that's the title. And to see the difference between the two songs and lyrics. And, but I remember, you know, and that's why I've always loved that. It's it's like, you know, you the, sometimes you can get lost in the music that you're not truly hearing what the lyrics are saying. So I've always been a fan of printing music even like when i worked with adolescents i used to do that a lot for them where i'd print out the lyric sheet and and hand that to them you know so but that's one of those times that i vividly remember seeing the lyrics to times they are changing and um and things have changed and it just yeah like it, it really really changed me and another one that he handed to us that just completely threw me was 
theme for English B by Langston Hughes. And I just thought it was just one of the most amazing things I'd ever experienced. And I'll read it for you guys right now. So this is theme for English B by Langston Hughes. The instructor said, go home and write a page tonight and let that page come out of you. Then it will be true. I wonder if it's that simple. I am 22, colored, born in Winston-Salem. I went to school there, then Durham, then here to this college on the hill above Harlem. I am the only colored student in my class. The steps from the hill lead down into Harlem, through a park, then I cross St. Nicholas, 8th Avenue, 7th, and I come to the Y, the Harlem Branch Y, where I take the elevator up to my room, sit down, and write this page. It's not easy to know what is true for you or me at 22, my age, but I guess I'm what I feel and see and hear. Harlem, I hear you. Hear you, hear me. We too, you, me, talk on this page. I hear New York too. Me, who? Well, I like to eat, sleep, drink, and be in love. I like to work, read, learn, and understand life. I like a pipe for a Christmas present, or records, Bessie, Bop, or Bach. I guess being colored doesn't make me not like the same things other folks like who are other races. So will my page be colored that I write? Being me, it will not be white, but it will be a part of you, instructor. You are white, yet a part of me, as I am a part of you. That's American. Sometimes, perhaps, you don't want to be a part of me nor do I often want to be a part of you. But we are, that's true. As I learn from you, I guess you learn from me, although you're older and white and somewhat more free. This is my page for English B. So yeah, so like reading that for the first time, I, I, I thought it was incredible. My, my favorite part, well, I like to eat, sleep, drink, and be in love. I like to work, read, learn, and understand life. Again, you know, we the things that we feel are us, come from us, you know, we, we resonate with. And those two lines, I, I felt like were so inherently me, down to my core. Um, I guess maybe even before I had the language for a lot of these things and, you know, that I've come to know myself more through the years and those two lines make even more sense now you know sometimes in sharing you may think you know why why share why share but you know it, it's important it's important to because the same way i'm such a proponent for therapy going and and talking to somebody talking to someone and having them you know relay their analysis back to you i feel like it's important to to share in this way because Sometimes, you know, I've always said, sometimes when you just talk, you find the truth just by doing so. And I guess this is a form of that because sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll just be sharing and words are just flowing out and you may not even have a clear endpoint in mind, but you still find yourself somewhere that you weren't sure about. And I feel like the more we know about each other, the better to truly try to understand each other. You know, I've used 
<laughs> I've used this term so much, you know, that 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 saying we are more alike than we are different. We are more alike than we are different. Like I I stand by that. And I feel like that is one of the ways in which we I don't think racism, you know, bigotry will ever fully be eradicated. But I feel like in sharing more of ourselves, you know, because when you do that and, and, and people have that realization like, huh, even if it's internally, but it, it does change things, you know, it does. It, it, it pushes us forward, you know, it, it propels us forward. And I think that's really, really important. So that's why I think our stories are one of the, if not the most important thing that we can offer each other. And for me, all these things that I share that I love so much that, you know, are pieces to the puzzle that makes up who I am. And each day and years I go along and I pick up different things and I'm like, oh, there it is. Like, you know, it's just another piece that I can add that I was like missing, you know, and it feels familiar because it was already in there, but I still had to find it in a certain way for it to become a part of me. I hope that makes sense. These are things that I offer with sincere humility and, you know, hope. <laughs> I always say this, but hope you find it half as enjoyable and gratifying and inspirational as I do. In closing, I leave you with something that I love immensely. Bob Dylan is one of my favorite artists of all time. And this song, Don't Think Twice, It's All Right, is one of my favorite songs of his off of one of my favorite album covers, The Freewheeling Bob Dylan. And it's a cover by Post Malone, actually, before he became famous. And I think the cover is phenomenal. So I hope you enjoy it. But it ain't no use to sit and wonder why be If you don't know by now It ain't no use to sit and wonder why be Never do somehow when you're used to crow at the break of dawn. Look out your window and out the gun. You're the reason that I'm traveling on. But don't think twice, that's all right. Don't be 
That's all right. 